Hello and welcome to 10 Minute Country with me, James Dakin, episode 19 this week. Um, Christmas drawing near, um, we'll have a little break over the festive season um, once we've done the next couple and uh, and restart this podcast up again um, in the new year. This week, uh, I want to look at uh, the country radio charts in America. There's all sorts of anomalies and foibles and oddities about the country radio charts um, and you know, I'm not even sure how relevant radio charts are these days to the success or not of an artist with streaming and YouTube um, and um, social media and the internet providing a much greater reach, a much greater worldwide reach than than just that narrow vista of, of the South and the, and the radio listeners of the South. But there's obviously still wholesome sway and it's still important um, to, to the career development of artists, particularly new artists, I think. Uh, and in fact, that's something we'll go on to talk about in the podcast um, in the next 10 minutes too. Currently number one in the charts is the wonderful Jimmy Allen. Met Jimmy on his uh, tour with Chase Rice recently and, you know, hard-pressed to find a more likeable guy, uh, passionate about his music, born to be on the stage, born performer, um, natural performer. Uh, and I loved watching him, and, uh, you know, I think this guy is destined for, for big things. Uh, Best Shot, his debut single, is number one right now on the charts. It's been number one for two weeks, which is some achievement, because songs often just get to number one and then fall away again, which is weird. The weirder thing is that it's been on the charts now for 41 weeks. So Best Shot was released 41 weeks ago. Um, there were times in the summer where it sort of stalled at one position, it's crept up um, one chart position at a time, uh, and it's taken 41 weeks to, to get to number one. Nearly a year uh, that this song has been charting. Now, that's great for Jimmy. He's had a number one. He can always say career number one. But there's an element where, to me, people... I don't know whether it's because I'm in the industry and, and I listen to songs uh, quickly after their release and, and then we move on to other things. But, you know, there's an element of Best Shot blocking uh, the other 14 songs off Jimmy's excellent Mercury Lane album uh, and holding almost holding everything up. The country world seems to work so slowly uh, in most cases that actually perhaps it's not holding up things up and, and it gives life to Mercury Lane. But for me, I've been listening to Best Shot for, I don't know, over a year now. And so it feels weird looking at it as the number one song in the charts. Similarly, another song with shot in the title is Last Shot by Kit Moore. Um, that seems to have peaked at nine. He's had a top ten hit. Um, Girls like uh, More Girls Like You was also a top ten hit. So um, slow, the, the Slow Heart album is proving to be uh, productive for Kip, but Last Shot has spent 48 weeks on the chart, so it, it took 48 weeks to reach its peak position, which for me definitely blocked the release of any of the other great songs on Slow Heart, uh, whilst Kip's team worked Last Shot up the charts. And I, I wonder how frustrating it must be for the artist to to you know have one song in the charts for a whole calendar year, uh, you know, almost blocking the release of, of other songs, surely. Carrie Underwood's Love Wins is at 25 this week, which is great, because there aren't many female artists that make um, the country radio charts these days. 
And if I'm just looking down the charts right now, I think she might be the highest performing female this week at 25. Um, she is with Love Wins. Now, Love Wins has got a massive boost from its CMA performance because she released it originally, and that's 11 weeks on the chart. She released it, um, and then it, it sort of stalled and started dropping again. But that boost from the CMA performance means it's back up at 25. How weird is that? That just one television performance can, you know, reinvigorate a song on the country radio charts. It seems a bit odd to me. Similarly, Friends Don't by Maddie and Tay is going back up again. Um, that's been out for 23 weeks. So, you know, six months ago, uh, Maddie and Tay released Friends Don't. Uh, and it floated around the sort of 40s and 50s of the, ch- of the radio charts. Um, and then seemed to disappear. And, and it's come back again. So it's been out for 23 weeks, uh, and it's now at number 42. And I'm pleased for the girls, because um, they are talented performers, and we at Lyric Magazine like them very much. But it's weird how a song can come and go, um, and, uh, you know, it could in, in another six months, that could be number one. How weird is that to think that in six months' time, Maddie and Tay might be at number one with Friends Don't? A song they released, you know, a year previously that went up and down. And, you know, the vagaries of this and and the foibles are are lost on me. Rascal Flatts' new single, Back to Life, peaked at 28. It's been out for nine weeks on the chart. It peaked at 28. Last week was at 46. So you're thinking, well, off it goes. It's gone back up again this week to 45. So, you know, what's given that a boost and and how is that, you know, is are we looking at the future number one in nine months' time there for Rascal Flats? I, I just really don't understand how this radio thing works. A lot of the girls seem to have had a boost this week. Buy My Own Drinks from Runaway June is back up at 50 after peaking at 48, falling to 51. And that seems to have gone up again this week, um, uh, six weeks after its release. Lauren Elena's Ladies in the 90s is currently stalled at 54. Um, four weeks after its release, but you know who knows the current the current um, method and the the current model is your song goes up, it goes back down, it goes back up. The team work it and work it and work it over a series of months, and all of a sudden you're in the top ten. So I wouldn't give up if I was Lauren Elena right now on Ladies in the Nineties. And then at sixty, which is sort of the last position you can see online, Carly Pierce. Has, uh, has gone in this week with her single Closer to You. So there are a few female artists that are floating in and around the charts this week. Usually you can sort of look down the top 60 and find one, two or three. But there's five or six, which is a good sign. And the, the female artists seem to have been given something of a boost uh, amongst Radioland this week for one reason or another, which is which is good. Let's hope some of those songs rise up the charts, although let's hope it doesn't take them six, nine months. The thing that's really intrigued me this week is Brad Paisley's new single, Booked Off. Great song. Good to see him working with Dan Huff. I love the the, the amalgamation of Huff's guitar sensibilities and, and Paisley's um, guitar coming at it from a slightly point of view. The, the two geniuses working together have produced, I think, a really fun song. Uh, I like the metaphorical aspect of the guy in the bar being dumped. Uh, and the rodeo images, and I really like it. It went in at 24, so you're thinking, the new Brad Paisley song, in at 24, uh, looking good to rise to the charts, and it's 41 this week, it's dropped 17 places. Um, 
and I don't understand why radio has turned against this song. Um, you know, and this is an interesting modern phenomenon, I think. There are a lot of older artists, Blake Shelton, Lee Bryce, Randy Hauser, who don't seem to have a lot of traction on the charts anymore. Even Brett Eldridge is struggling to get some of his songs into the 30s. Um, whereas a lot of the, the top of the charts are full of young lads, uh, you know, Kane Brown and Mitchell Tenpenny, Russell Dickerson. You know, they're all there, Dustin Lynch. Um, they're, uh, nice to see Scotty McCreary at 15 with his ballad, This Is It. But a lot of the older artists, like Brad Paisley, don't seem to appeal to country radio anymore. And it made me think, you know, for these guys, is radio really necessary? If you want my honest opinion, Brad Paisley doesn't need country radio, does he? It's nice for him to be able to say, I've got a number one, I've had a number five, I'm, in the, I'm being played on radio. But a guy of his stature, similar to Blake Shelton, they don't need country radio. They've got the fan base. People buy their live tickets more than they do the, 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 the individual songs. Uh, and that's where their money is made in merchandise and, and concert sales. So I'm sure, whilst it's nice for Brad Paisley... Um, to have radio hits, I'm not so sure how many people in his team will be devoted to making sure Booktoff begins to climb the charts again. And therein lies the difference between someone like Jimmy Allen and Brad Paisley. Jimmy Allen, at the start of his career, definitely needs some radio exposure. He needs to build a, a brand up for himself. He needs a name. He needs to get out there, secure a couple of tour sh um, support slots. And this radio exposure will help him do that. Carrie Underwood doesn't really need radio, I don't think. Brad Paisley, Blake Shelton, they have built their name, they've built their reputations on their albums and their live shows. But in a time where artists are not releasing albums as much, you know, the EP is trendy these days, single song releases are trendy these days, you know, I'm... I'm not sure how far country radio is going to be relevant in the world of streaming um, going forward into the future. As more and more people take control of their own playlists uh, and become owners of their own radio stations via their phones, you know, surely the, the sort of the pull and the influence of country radio will decline. There'll always be a market for people like Bobby Bones and, and his awesome radio show, but that's because of the personalities involved um, and the stories and, and the humour that, that sort of shows like that put forward. Um, pure radio stations uh, and their influence on country music must, must be in the decline. And that can only be a good thing because, you know, they play so much... Uh, bland stuff that's very homogeneous. Very homogeneous, and if you want, if that's a word, I'm struggling. Generic, I suppose, is a better word. Um, particularly where male artists are concerned, and of course, there's the whole hoo-ha about the fact that country radio doesn't seem to play female artists um, anymore, like they used to do back in the '90s. So I think it's great for Jimmy Allen. Uh, I'm really pleased for him, and I think it's great for the newer artists. But I'm not so sure how good country radio is for people like Kit Moore. It's great for him to have a top ten and, you know, raise his brand a little bit. But 48 weeks to get to top ten, that would really hack me off if I was Kit Moore. Because it means everything else is stymied. You know, you can't put any of your other songs out there. And, you know, he's cracked and released this excellent Room to Spare acoustic EP... It, as, as a way of getting some music out there to sort of content-hungry fans. But if I was Brad Paisley, I'd be like, OK, country radio, stick it. Brad doesn't need them.
he can go out on tour. He's got his loyal fan base, um, and he doesn't need the 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 radio influence at all. But it is a weird thing, isn't it? Country radio. It's quite fascinating watching the songs go up and down, and what songs seem to work at radio and what songs don't. Um, you know, we'll always be intrigued and interested as as uh, commentators uh, from that aspect. But ultimately, I think in this day of this modern age of streaming and and uh, social media, you know, you find your own music, you listen to your own music, and uh, the the influence of country radio um, declines as each month and each year goes by. Thanks for listening. Uh, I've been James Dakin, and this has been, blimey, nearly 13-minute country this week. <laughs>